For one case in point where medical professionals misunderstood and dismissed and diminished women's pain, just look at the history of PMS. About 80% of cisgender women in the world report having premenstrual syndromes, a diverse array of issues ranging from headaches and cramps to mood swings. The Association of Reproductive Health Professionals lists 200 symptoms for PMS. Personally, I haven't had a period in about five years because I have a hormonal IUD, but every month I get like phantom PMS symptoms and do things like cry four times while watching The Lion King. But for millennia, the mostly male Western medical authorities thought that PMS wasn't a real thing. Doctors thought that a wide range of emotional issues and physical pains women reported were due to an illness called hysteria. Hysteria was caused by a problematic uterus, like a uterus that would wander around the body. They linked hysteria to emotional turbulence that could lead to both severe horniness and homicidal mania. An early treatment for hysteria was vibrators, or doctors even stimulating clitorises with their hands. It wasn't until 1931 that a gynecologist, Robert T. Frank, suggested that hormonal shifts could be responsible for the recognizable pattern of behavior called premenstrual tension. But it wasn't until the 80s, the 1980s, not that long ago, that PMS became a widely discussed and accepted condition. And even then, and now, it's often used to stereotype women as unstable people who might lash out because of their uteruses, or attribute our perfectly legitimate anger and feelings to just that time of the month. As researcher C. Amanda Rittenhouse wrote in 1991, public discussions around PMS, quote, brought out old stereotypical views about women's abilities to control themselves. Yet over time, this view was changed by feminist writers who pointed out the dangers and myths behind these emerging images. These days, PMS is widely accepted as a reality for cisgender women. But here's something interesting. Some trans women who were assigned male at birth report PMS-like symptoms too. Hi, I'm Sam Riedel. I'm a freelance writer and editor. Uh, I've written for The Establishment and, of course, Bitch Media um, and the other sites like the Mary Sue and the Barnes & Noble book blog. Sam Riedel reported on this phenomena for the feminist website The Establishment. She wrote an article called, Yes, Trans Women Can Get Period Symptoms Too, where she interviewed 15 transgender women and agender and androgynous people about how they experience PMS symptoms. I asked her how she got interested in this subject. Well, I'm trans myself, um, so I, I have a personal interest in it. Um, but I wasn't really aware of anything like this happening until I talked to uh, my girlfriend, Ashley. And we were just kind of hanging out one day at her house. And she mentioned that she was about to go into the hospital for a week or two. And she was nervous about the amount of time that she was going to spend there because she said she was due for her period in a couple of days and she really wasn't looking forward to doing that in the hospital. And I was blown away because I'd never considered that trans women and, and trans feminine people who are on hormone replacement therapy or HRT, it had never occurred to me that we might experience period-like symptoms or PMS-like symptoms. Um, obviously, that menstruation was out of the question, but there was this assumption in my head that none of the other stuff could come along with it. So after talking with Ashley and hearing her describe all of her different 
uh, PMS-like symptoms, which are like she gets nausea and hot flashes, dizziness, migraines, bloating, all sorts of things on a very regular, uh, roughly monthly schedule. I started looking around and talking to, to other people online and people I knew in real life, and there were some really fascinating stories of people who had had these experiences and every one of them thought that they were the outlier and they were totally alone and that's just not the case it's not just sam who's surprised by these experiences the world of pms among trans people is a largely unstudied and undocumented frontier i got a little bit of pushback from people who said oh, this is wishful thinking. This is, um, you, you just want to have a period so badly that it's like a hysterical pregnancy. And I mean, there's always going to be those people who are saying that about, about trans women and trans feminine people, regardless of their experience. But agender people, I, I talked to a, a person named Blue who they said, I, I don't, I don't want this. This has nothing to do with my experience of my gender, but biologically there's something going on here. This is all anecdotal. I haven't been able to find any medical studies so far about PMS and trans people, and neither could Sam. But Sam thinks that these symptoms are probably connected to the changing hormones caused by hormone replacement therapy, which is called HRT. It was fairly difficult to nail down specific trends in this, but there is a trend towards um, PMS symptoms in general being experienced four, five, maybe six months after beginning HRT. And it's certainly not universal by any sense, um, but then again, no effects of HRT have been found to be universal in the literature that exists. So this is a, just another wrinkle in what exactly HRT can do to a trans body that really deserves more scrutiny by the, by the medical community. It's especially important to listen to and consider these experiences because medical authorities have often taken a pretty hostile view toward trans people. A doctor's office often doesn't feel like a safe space, says Sam. There's a real trend among trans people to be extremely reticent and nervous when talking about the intricacies of their experiences with healthcare providers. Given the level of violence in unexpected places, whether that's verbal or whether that's physical, um, it, it leads to a lot of trans people not being able to talk to their doctor about something that they really need to talk to their doctor about. Just like recognizing bodily pain experienced by cisgender women, it seems like listening to experiences and documenting patterns is the first step toward understanding this part of how trans bodies work. Remember, it was not long ago, like really not long ago, that cisgender women were called hysterical when they reported monthly pains. And well, it's going to sound really basic when I say this. Um, and it, it might not seem as helpful as I think it is at first, but I really just want there to be more conversations. I want cis women and trans women to feel like they can come together and talk about their medical experiences and find common ground, find where they don't have common ground, 
and then come up with ways that we can advocate for one another on what we need. Thanks to Sam Rydell, you can read her article, Yes, Trans Women Can Get Period Symptoms at the Establishment, 